The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. To the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. As I've told you for many years now, seven years ago, that when I was asked if I wanted to do my own radio talk show internationally, and I said, yes. I want it to be the power of water. Reaching out to all of you to get serious about the future of our life, as living life of all of us, human life. Look at the blade of grass. Look at the tree. Look at your lake. Look at your stream. Look at your river. Look at everything goes low down to that doesn't absorb and stay in the rivers and the streams and the lakes, fresh water, it goes to the ocean, and that's salt water. But it all has an impact on our planet. Our planet has an atmosphere of water. We're swimming around every day in water, invisible water, but it's there, and it's what's keeping you alive. And the influences of the water... On the surface of the earth, the rivers, the lakes, the streams, all the fresh water is an influence on your atmosphere. You're swimming in that atmosphere to keep you alive. Now, I'm going to educate you again, and I'm going to be like a record every show to start the show. Water content in the body is this. The brain is 80 to 85, 80 to 85% water, teeth are 80 to 8 to 10% water. Lungs are 75 to 80% water. Your heart is 75 to 80% water. Your liver is 70 to 75% water. Skin, 70 to 75% water. Your bones, 20 to 25% water. Your kidneys, 80 to 85% water. Blood, 50% water. Your muscles, 70 to 75% water. What are you? We're all walking like a sponge. Now, the polarity of water molecules in the cells results in hydrogen bonding. It's vital. Your cells have water. Millions and millions of them inside behind that skin. And the skin is like the surface of your earth. The soil of the earth is a species. Water is a living organism species. You are walking around as a species of water. And behind that skin of your earth called skin, you back up and slow down dehydration. Now follow me. This is how serious it is that you drink water. The moment you were born, you entered into the delivery room from a pocket of water. Nature had 
your mother carry you in a pocket of water. Then you entered in at that moment in that delivery room in the atmosphere of water. That is water swimming. You, it, has, it keeps us alive from that moment on. There are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike. There are no two people walking around exactly dehydrating the same. And in the old world, we used to talk about dehydration if your temperature went up after you look at the thermometer and you might have a serious problem of dehydrating. We dehydrate from the moment you're born to your passing away to death. So your life on earth is you personally learning about yourself and your own life of rhythm. But it's all water. It's nothing but water first. It's primary focus of water. Now, the organisms depend on a cohesion of water molecules to keep you moving. Water contributes to the earth's ability to understand by spreading out, it's living with the water from your body, water from the atmosphere, and the temperatures of your body and the temperature of the air. All depends upon all this going on. Oceans and lakes don't freeze solid because ice floats. Water is the solvent of all life. Organisms are sensitive to changes in the pH. pH is the acid mantle protection for protecting us from bacteria and the problems of change. That gives us that eco-balance. Acid precipitation threatens the fitness of the environment. All of this depends upon fresh water and how our planet is living with water. And I just told you about yourself and how much water you have. I just told you that the atmosphere is so important to be healthy, how you're communicating with that atmosphere, uh, to understand how important the subject of water. Now, our politicians didn't put it in first place, but you and I and others worldwide, we're going to put water as a major focus before everything else comes second. It has to be the focus. Now we're finding out by looking at the Middle East. The Middle East has sand. Of course there's frustrations. They didn't have the technology we have today to understand how to preserve the water, not at all uh, seep into the aquifers below all that sand. The temperatures they have in their temperatures in the sand are very dehydrating. The frustrations and the challenges of stress and exhaustion because they're living in a sand. Rivers diminishing. Some of them don't even have rivers left in the Middle East. The challenges of of tribes having water wars started long ago. You come into the United States. We go to California. It's turning to sand because they, they do not have enough water. And California's agriculture was their primary focus of their economy is starting to diminish. We can go around the world and look at what water is supporting our food on your table for you to be healthy. Now, I look at your health this way, and this is important. Number one, you need every day to get out of bed and understand 
that the atmosphere you're living with is your breath of life. That's what keeps you alive. That's your breath of life. And drinking that eight to ten glasses of water to support it is vital. That's number two. Number three is your nutrition is so important to your health, but it has to grow with water or the atmosphere growth or hydroponic growing. We're learning a lot because this show has been teaching you. There's a lot of ways to grow our food, but we're learning you've got to have proper nutrition, healthy nutrition, safe nutrition. Number four, we have to have a moderate amount of exercise. You don't want to dehydrate yourself because excessive exercise can dehydrate you too much. You'll lose body water too much. Number five is sleep. You need to rest like earth rests. It goes to bed at night. It gets dark. Learn how you sleep with, with yourself. You learn how to do it. Don't just put your head on the pillow and think it's going to work because you're tired. Learn your own magic rhythm like earth has learned it. And kind of look at earth as the most exciting possible adventure that when you were born, it was a gift to you to live. You're living with water. The primary focus of all life on earth is water. It's the power of water. And as you live your life each day, remember what you're giving to your life is so important. And it's like I've said to all of you at the end of each show, earth is whispering. Don't say goodbye. Leave something behind for all the generations of children to know you cared. How you take care of your health, the water source of all the planet, we are all in this together. And that universe and that solar system, we can be here forever only if we can make sure we protect the water the atmosphere, and our ability to live in that solar system. We're all in this together. Now, uh, something before I go on to our guest this week, is a very exciting guest, I want you to go to Facebook page, I Care About Water. Go over to Facebook page and look up I Care About Water, and you will learn some exciting new developments that are out there for you to be better educated about what you can do and get behind it. You go forward. Pay it forward. Today, before we have our commercial, our our sponsor, we're going to have Kathy Kelly on the show. And she's with the Steering Committee Coordinator for Americas and the, the Caribbean for Women for Water Partnership. Now, Women for Water Partnership has been out there working with the United Nations for years. We're going to learn a lot because Kathy's background is extraordinary. And when we come back, I'll announce her, her what she's doing, and then we'll have Kathy as a very special guest representing the group of women, water Women for Water Partnerships. And by the way, I'm a woman too, and I've been studying water for 30 years, and I'm saying to you, we're going to take this on, and we're not going to let go, and we're going to leave legacies forever. Well, listen to our sponsor. As you know, I'm founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, 
and Biologic Aqua was asked many years ago if we would come up with a product to supplement the atmosphere because vision impairment is caused because of the atmosphere is getting too dry. And, uh, to, and vision impairment with dehydration effects can go to blindness. And as you know, blindness is out of control on our planet. In, in China, it's every two seconds. In the United States, it's every three seconds. And around the world, it's out of control. Our environment, our atmosphere has changed. We developed a product called Nature's Tears Eye Mist with 100% tissue culture-grade water to supplement the atmosphere for the eyes to have a breath of moisture to be able to support that dehydration and slow it down. We have people all over the world, thousands of doctors supporting it, millions of, of, of people using it. Babies can be misted. All ages can be misted. Because of the supplementation of the atmosphere, it is so important to your eyes. Because the surface of your eyes are 99% water. Did you know that? Well, listen to our sponsor, and Nature Cheers Eye Mist, and we'll be right back with Kathy Kelly. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Before I introduce Kathy Kelly, I'm going to read something that has been given to me on Women for Water Partnerships. It is a worldwide network of women who uh, provide to civil society organizations and and networking that brings the women of the world together and uh, gives particular access to what all people, all walks of life on earth can begin to partnership with, with the focus of water. Now, stop and think, audience. Way back in time, it was the women who brought the water from the well to the house. In other countries of the world, you've heard the stories of the women getting up in the morning and walking long distances to gather water and bring it to the family. It's the women who nurture. It's the women who bring life to earth. It's the women who concern themselves with the health of the family. It's the women who make sure there's proper sanitation and to try to keep the family healthy enough that they have availability 
to what they, is requirement for them to be healthy and live and try to hopefully not get those diseases. It's the women all over the world, they have given their focus to this subject of concerns of water. I'll never forget one time I was listening to a news, business news and the CEO of PepsiCo is from India and she said, yes, I remember when my mother get, got up in the morning and went out to get the water for the family to bring it in. So when you're listening to our show today, think about the Women for Water Partnerships and what they're doing worldwide. Now our guest today is Kathy Kelly. And Kathy sits on the Women for Water Partnerships International Steering Committee as a nominated by member organization. And the member organization that she has been nominated from is the International Federation of Business and Professional Women. She serves as a coordinator for the North and South Americas and, and uh, Caribbean regions. Caribbean, I'm sorry, Caribbean regions. Primarily, she works through the United Nations programs. She works with different ones, and we'll find out what they are. But I can hardly wait to bring her in. Uh, Kathy, are you with us? I am here, Sharon. Thank you for having me on. Well, I thank you. Uh, my commentary every week takes a little bit of time out of it, uh, and I wanted this special, precious time for us. But I have this thing about reminding all of us, Kathy, that water is a primary focus, but we're walking in wa- with water as an aquifer ourselves personally, and that's Absolutely. our health. Absolutely, and I'm sitting here with my 32-ounce jug that I fill up <laughs> daily two or three times a day because I live here in Colorado, which is a horribly arid climate. Yeah, it is. It is. And explain to the audience what that means when you're living in Colorado because there are people around the world that might not understand what you just said. Well, even though we have um, a substantial amount of rainfall, the metro area, um, the uh, the humidity level here is so dry. So it depends on the season. This year we happen to have more rainfall than usual because mm-hmm. of the monsoons that come up from Arizona. And so that affects us. And as you talk about how, you know, different areas, you know, have to have to combine our resources. We're happening happening to get more, so we don't have the fire damage. But on the other hand, California is so dry this year; they're getting all the fires. So it just it really just changes around. Well, every even year. in Oregon, I'm in Southern uh-huh. Oregon, and uh, our forests are are beautiful. They're green. Uh, yes, we're having challenges with the word. De- I call it dehydration. They call mm-hmm. it drought. Of, of what's happening on our, on our organism of the soils and the earth, what's happening. So our trees start getting more bug infested because right. we're not cutting down the bad trees or the brush and those insects take control and start, and insects like to grab as much moisture to live as they can. It's like uh, your snails and your, all insects uh, and uh, caterpillars, everyone wants to grab out of that or what it, it trunk water, moisture to live. That's how they're living. So if you're not getting rid of the infestation of that when, the, when it's a dry and the lightning happens and it's a dry lightning, when dry lightning needs to no rain with it yet, that it starts those fires. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But tell our audience about you. 
Now, how did you, first of all, we'll start out with the organization you're with. And the organization you're with is uh, women. And then your your organization then started uh, involving yourselves with women and water partnerships. Mm-hmm. Tell yes. us about you. Well, um, I'm a proud member of an organization that's called Business and Professional Women, or BPW. And we're one mm-hmm. of the oldest, largest organizations for working women in the world. So we started back in 1919 growing out of the Seneca Falls um, Conference for Women's Right to Vote here in the United States. And then I think it was around in 1930 or so we moved out into the world and we now have um, organizations in over 100 countries across the world. So we're a very, very old, large organization, and we teamed up with a similar sister organization, Seroptimus International, who's about as old as we are in about as many countries. And both of us sit as representatives on the Women for Water Partnership. So between the two larger organizations and 25 other women's civil society networks all over the world, we're able to represent the voice of women when it comes to water issues. And specifically, Sharon, what we're trying to do and our mission um, is to empower women when it comes to water issues. So if we're going to be discussing water, and as you said earlier, women are the ones that schlep the water sometimes as, as much as six hours a day um, to their villages. So when there's a conversation happening about water, women need to be at the table. Women can empower this conversation. They can, they can be the agents of change when it comes to so many of the water issues and the water shortages, sanitation, hygiene. All of these issues are women's issues because they affect women um, so much so because we're the caretakers of the family. And the United Nations... Um, has been at the forefront of these issues. Many of the things that you talk about in your show, uh, the United Nations has um, a, a separate uh, program, UN Water, and through UN Water, um, they have the International Decade for Action, Water for Life, which has gone from 2005 and is now finalizing in 2015. So we're working closely with UN Water in discussing what's called the post-2015 development goals. So these are the goals that we're going to be moving into the now, future you, with. Uh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I'm a, we, we radio talk shows. I'm one of those always interrupt. And the reason I do, Kathy, is because if you've said something, I know we don't have to go back to it if I think there's a, a question maybe from me or the audience there. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you say 2015, uh, that doesn't mean you're going to be stopping the program. No, no. Thanks for asking that. The United Nations has been putting together what's called the Millennium Development Goals, or the okay. MDGs. And the MDGs began, um, they were implemented in, of course, the year 2000 for the Millennium. Mm-hmm. And then those goals were targeted through 2015. So UN Water came in a little bit later in 2005 through 2015. So that's the end of the program. So now we're doing post-2015. We stop, we analyze the data. We First of all, we have to collect the data. 
and then we have to analyze it, and then we have to see what has worked and what hasn't worked as we move forward with these post-2015 development goals. Now, uh, when you say 2005, what was the magic that it began not before but in 2005? Oh, that's a great question, Sharon. I think, I think that as the, the world uh, Millennium Development Goals started to, um, as discussion started to foster ideas and targets, water became the primary issue. It was not specifically a targeted Millennium Development Goal. Poverty, maternal health, Education, there's eight of them and, and people can look them up online. But water was not what's called a standalone goal. So the United Nations, after about five years of discussion, came forward and realized that we need to have a completely separate focus on water. And so in 2005, that was developed as the International Decade for Action Water for Life. Now, though, who is the founder of water, uh, Women for Water Partnership? Uh, that's Dr. Alice Bowman, and um, she started the organization back um, in 2004. So she was very strong in, in, in helping to implement, again, a standalone goal for water, and then specifically women for water. So again, now, we want to make sure American? women are there. Because I, when I first no. found out about this, I called the Netherlands and Holland mm-hmm. and our organization. Okay, was that founded in, in the Netherlands or was it yeah. founded here in the United States? No, nope. this is registered as a um, Dutch uh, nonprofit organization. Okay, that's, that was, I'm glad we, I brought that out. And so they founded it. And you know, we've had on the show, Kathy, the one head of the water resource of the Netherlands and Holland on here. Uh, we go into countries of the world, and they they are guests too. And he was telling us when when the Dutch uh, had problems with the sea level of their country and water from the beginning, their first governments were, were because of water. It was not because of any other issues. It was called water government, and uh, they have forever been concerned because they're below sea level uh, about water. And um, and you probably know those stories, and I, I'll go into this a little bit, uh, in and out, the teas of China and other countries of the world and Europe, as you know the story, maybe, Kathy, uh, the, the countries of the world, so far back in time, the waters were not good. And they started drinking, the children and the women were drinking beer and the men were drinking hard alcohol because they didn't were terrified of the water and the diseases. Well, then um, the Dutch went to China and studied uh, with the Chinese uh, uh, the, the tea. What was tea? What could they do with tea? Well, they found that they boiled the water and you could drink tea. So the Dutch then brought, we've had this all on our show from Holland and other countries, the Dutch then they brought back the tea where people could stop drinking all that hard stuff, uh, alcohol, and started boiling the water and drink tea. Isn't that fascinating? That's fabulous. And one thing, too, I'd like to um, acknowledge that our major funder is is coming from Switzerland. Uh So the Swiss Development Corporation, of course, the Swiss are known for their crystal clear, pure water. 
Well, and Nestle is in Switzerland, mm-hmm. and they're very yes. primary focused on water. Yes. Yes. Huge supporter of water and, and, and uh, women in water issues as well. And then we'll be having a conference in November, a World uh, Water Forum in, in um, South Africa, which is also known for their, for their clean water. They, they uh, rank one of the top in the world for clean water. Wow. Um, Tajikistan is another country that has been very supportive on water issues. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you, and of course we have a little, some t- good time left. The women, I had been a little concerned because I've been studying water for 30 years. And I decided to do it in a more technology side of the world there. And I started studying the technology of what's happening to the health of the human impact of water uh, inside the human organism to living with the atmosphere of the water and the atmosphere to fresh water's influences. And I took it into a technology form direction. And I found myself that people were not understanding, Kathy, how vital this is. You know, I get tears in my eyes. I've been known when I've been a public speaker to almost start crying because I was so into the seriousness of people understanding throughout the world and where I'm standing in front of that uh, they understand this is a, should be a primary focus of all life on Earth to live with the solar system. This, we have the water here. We've had on our show from NASA... Uh, Dr. Dwayne Cecil, who's a scientist, and saying people have to understand, too, the human impact of the water's relationship to fresh water in the atmosphere and even the climate, Kathy. Mm -hmm. It's so vital. And it's a lack of education. So I'm wondering, I'm a believer of education, and uh, but what have we done in countries that are not quite to the desperation of being so bad in water or bacteria in water. What are the women in partnerships doing with those countries that are not quite there yet, but to make sure there's plenty of education all over the world that, that we have an earth eco-balance on it all, not just go to where it's some of the worst places? Or uh, what, are they, what are they doing about that program? You know, that's such a complex um, question, Sharon, because it, it's so different um, in different parts of the world. So that's our primary goal is that women in each of these areas are responsible for deciding what their issues are and how to solve them. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Women are the agents of change. So, so they're nurtured. Right. Mm-hmm. And, right. And it's difficult for us to sit here in the United States and, and um, tell a woman in Sudan or tell a woman in um, Central Asia um, or in the Caribbean, how they should handle their water issues. They're the right. ones that are on the ground. They're the ones that are having to, to walk miles and miles right. um, for dirty water and Very to nice. help support their, their families with this. So, mm-hmm. right. And so what we really are trying to do with the, with the Women for Water Partnership is to give these women a voice at the table so that they're the ones that are coming up with the solutions for each of their, you know, from the, from the grassroots level on up. Um, that's mm-hmm. what's important um, to us is to give those women um, a voice on how to handle their... In, in, in the, in the uh, future of 
how to solve mm-hmm. it so they feel important to we're going to listen the, the only time we ever listen to our sponsor in between ah. and then we'll come back and we'll discuss Great. that along with the other countries uh, relationships with that uh, we're going to listen to our sponsor and don't go anywhere uh, uh, nature's tears eye mist a supplement to your eyes did you, did you know your eyes are 99% water at the surface and when that eyelid is open you're li- uh, that eye is living with the atmosphere and of course you're drinking 8 to 10 glasses of water a day to help the inner side of you recycle that inner aquifer of you but the supplementation of the eyes is very important for your vision health We'll listen to Nature's Tears I Mist with Just a Mist, and we'll be right back with Kathy Kelly. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleiner Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleiner Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Kathy, when we took our moment there to listen to our sponsor, uh, we were talking about the women in these different um, at different locations around the world in their communities, and uh, you're starting to give them more of a value to giving them the assistance from the Women and Water Partnerships to to, uh, begin to have the uh, resources to provide the water that is important to their community, whether it be a village or a community, whatever size of community, for their families all together. And how are you de- handling that when you go into the countries? And I need to tell you, we've had many of these organizations on our show, that uh, many from all over the world that go in and provide these wells and and tube wells and 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 the community wells. So the woman would be overseeing the community's source of the water. And and how do women and partnerships work with that? Um, you know, that's such a fascinating um, goal. To, to work with water because, as you often say, water is life. But just your little pool that you have access to, it comes from, from not just your local but your national and then your international. You have upstream issues. You have downstream issues. And so women are good collaborators. We work well collectively. We understand 
that the people that are, you know, 300 miles north of us and the resource of our water um, need to be protected as well as our own water. So one of the things that Women for Water Partnership encourages is this collaboration, discussions on a regional level. You have to work over international boundaries um, for this to work. So uh, uh, one of the reasons I got excited about um, these women partnerships is I have done some work, uh, volunteer work over in Afghanistan, and one of the most successful programs that we had for um, the youth, and again, I'm, I'm going to underscore youth often, the United Nations is often bringing in youth programs because we need to pass the baton on um, oh, to our to our youth and sometimes they're just a lot smarter than us when it comes to technology. So here's, you know, you have this picture of Afghanistan and the young women in Afghanistan and you have this picture of an arid country with, with women in burqas, but that's not the case. These young women, especially in the last 10, 12, 14 years, have been um, educated. They're coming out of universities and they're smart, oh smart, mm-hmm. smart. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. one of the... Um, uh, George Washington University put together a Central Asian um, program for uh, water, women and water, and they took five different countries in Central Asia, uh, Afghanistan, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, all of the stands. And from each of those countries, they selected five young women who were involved in water in some way, shape, or form with university degrees. And the first thing they did is they got them on Google Chat. Now, to bring that into Afghanistan and get these young women in their villages on the Internet, and there they are, Google chatting with all of the other, with 20 other women in in Central Asia. And then they moved it all the way forward to where these women met face-to-face at a women's summit in Tajikistan. First time most of them had ever been on, on the inside of an airplane. And you can imagine the empowerment of when these young women came back to their villages. Here they'd been sent to another country as experts in water. It it just elevated their status I'm, I, in their community. You're bringing my eyes. I've been studying water for you. 30 years of my life. Mm-hmm. I live in southern Oregon where there's the Rogue River that is so famous and and my family had a cabin on the river, Rogue River. Uh, we, I, I, I live in a cabin on the Rogue River uh, t- uh, type of home. And I, the mountains and the trees and the waters and the lakes and the streams. And you think about these women out there. Um, and the really, I used to swim through the rapids. Uh, I, I look at the women out there in the world that didn't have my experiences. And then all of a sudden, you, Kathy, are an amazing human being and your group to go to Afghanistan and these women, uh, the, the, the girls and the women, are taking this on because they've had tribal wars forever, for years, Kathy, about water. Right. Tribal wars. And I studied those. And these women are doing such heroic uh, exciting futures for their for their for their people to live, and it must be on a regional level. That's why technology and youth right now are are our greatest hope, and to empower these young I, women. I totally agree. 
Mm-hmm. And make sure that they, when there's a discussion, we bring them to the mm-hmm. table. They need to be young. Mm-hmm. They need to be tech savvy. They need to be educated. And they need to understand that, that women especially must collaborate and learn how mm-hmm. to protect not just their little pool, but the mm-hmm. whole world's water resources. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what we, um, that's what we encourage. There was a, a film that's called Rue, R-U, um, through one of the water nonprofits that was presented at the United Nations at the Commission on the Status of Women last March, and I was um, honored to sit um, at a side event where we had ministers from several different countries. And I'm not a water expert. I do not have a Ph.D. in water, and there's minds that are much smarter um, than, than I can bring to the table. But when I first filmed or when I first reviewed the film, I had my two granddaughters, Sharon, one on each knee. One was seven, one was four. And as they were watching this story about this young woman from Africa who had to walk miles and miles mm-hmm. with a plastic gas tank, your gas can, to get this water that was filthy dirty and there were bugs in it, and my, and my granddaughters are going, that's not fair, Grammy, because this little girl's walking by mm-hmm. these young boys that are out playing soccer and the young boys that are going off to school. And here's right. this little girl having to wash the dishes and, and filthy, filthy, dirty right. dust all over her. And she's not getting to go to school because right. she has to go and schlep the water. And the four-year-old had big crocodile tears down her face. It's not fair, Even Grammy. the four-year-old. Oh. <laughs> And, and they just were appalled that these young girls, only because they're girls, were not allowed to go to school. And then well, I'm and to- we've had on the show too, Kathy, uh, they're subjected to so much knowing that that's a pattern of, 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 of walking they do every day. Mm-hmm. And they're being subjected by very, very uh, evil things to try to go back and forth and do what they need to do by men and the tribes and different cultures to hurt them. And, right. uh, but they still continue. In fact, when I had some of the head of the United Nations on at one point, uh, we were talking, they, we had two of them on and at the same time, from different, one from England and one here in the United States, and they said, Sharon, what happens is, is they'll fall, and then they have to turn around and go back and get some more water. Mm-hmm. They cannot stop. They have to get that water. That water is vital to that mo- uh, that day, uh, that day, to the family. They need to and, drink the water, uh, and the water is filthy, and it causes yeah. diseases. Um, as you mentioned, women are at peril if they need to go out. Some in mm-hmm. some villages, they'll wait um, and, and use the woods, as they call it. Um, and so they'll only go in the early mornings or they'll go after mm-hmm. dusk. And, of course, that puts them at danger. It also puts them at danger for urinary tract um, infections and other right. um, health issues. Um, right. And then I'd, I'd like to bring up a taboo subject. You know, often we say, what happens? Why can't we girls, can't get um, girls educated past the fifth or sixth grade? Well... We as women know what happens when you get to the fifth or sixth grade. And when you don't have proper water and you don't have proper sanitation and you don't have privacy, you cannot continue your school. So for the first time, we had, hold on people, the first worldwide 
Menstruation Day mm-hmm. to bring awareness to the fact that we women menstruate and these mm-hmm. girls need to have support, especially in developing countries, for them to have the proper sanitation um, in the schools for them to continue on past the fifth grade. And in exactly. many cultures, they're put I into their I think it's time, home. Kathy, excuse me, General. it's time we start using some of those descriptions. We see television commercials that are much more revealing. <laughs> <laughs> and we see Hollywood do things that are by far more revealing. I think I'm a believer, and uh, it's a little bit about me. I've been in this business. I have been in this a long time. I started out myself as a young 20 years in my 20s. I was active in the, uh, as president of the American Cancer Society when I was 25 years old. I found myself founder of a hospital auxiliary. But the things that I did with medical groups and surgeons um, that I was very active with, with better education. And I think common sense is the way to approach things. We cannot hide the description. Um, to, uh, with where I come from, with the education that is necessary for everybody on this planet to realize we're in this together. This is not just there and the challenges of the women with what they're doing. This is the whole planet. And women and children uh, gathering together, they're the nurturers. The women are the nurturers. Men have other things they're doing that are very vital to our planet. But women are the nurturers. And so what you're describing today are these young women that need to have privacy. It is vital to the health of the whole climate, of the whole planet. It's our ecosystem. It's our balancing act. It all comes with water. And without the water, the fresh water, understanding dehydration of the body that's causing those diseases and problems, and then also understanding the atmosphere we're living in is a relationship with the human impact of the water inside the human with the fresh water on the surface of the earth, it's impacting a severe dehydration problem and bacteria and diseases that won't quit if we don't study them. I have brought millions of dollars to the table. I am not a PhD. I don't, I didn't have to be. I ha- I knew I could go after the PhDs and the international scientists to join me and they did. And the, the collaboration that we put together through the years has been a focus around the world of what I do and uh, what we, we were able to achieve in technology that nobody on earth has done yet with technology and what we do. Uh, but what you're describing today, don't ever be afraid to be taboo uh, uh, with me because I truly believe that it's time that people out there started realizing that we have to be together on this. And water, and I even do this, uh, Kathy, W-A-T-E-R, water. And it's primary focus. And I'm a believer with what I've said with our people from NASA and different ones I've had on here, the scientists that I work with all over the world, we've all said it's a primary focus. It's a primary issue. Because without the fresh water, and understanding it as a, a together on the planet, the atmosphere is changing. That's water. The body is water. And it's like I mentioned to you about the slug and the snail and the beetle and, and the grasshoppers and all those insects are sucking on water. All life needs water. 
and if you don't have enough water, life will begin to absorb and suck on whatever it can get. And this earth won't be here forever if we're not careful, Kathy. And that's why it was so important uh, that I started this. And I knew we could save lives and maybe decide some of those diseases or problems of dehydration. And then you go into your amazing person that you are and your organization to go into these countries and help these women and young women uh, learn to live a different life, another life of a primary focus. That while the men are doing so important things and, and the boys are doing important things, that the women have a focus of their their focus is on the life in the water, moisture for life, the water. But right. back to some of the countries you've been to now about you personally. Have you, where the hell have you been personally? Oh, gosh. Well, I spent, um, uh, fortunately, quite a bit of time in Afghanistan. So I had two, had two trips. The second one was for three months there. So I really mm-hmm. felt like I was able to dive mm-hmm. deep, as they say. Um, of course, I've been able to travel over to The Hague because that's our headquarters for Women for Water Partnership. Um, and we've got the South African um, conference coming up. So I've been able to get around a little bit, but you know what I think is important, Sharon, um, especially with the work that, that you're supporting, is that people who understand the message that, that, um, that you do every week, you could, you could have the analogy of a water wheel, let's say. Pick a spoke <laughs> and get on the wheel and help push. Because Very good. Whether, Very good whether, yeah, it, 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 every single one of us need to understand the importance of this. Um, our business and professional women, BPW, has the honor of being one of the first women's organizations that has what's called consultative status at the United Nations. Um, and we are what's called civil society. Mm-hmm. Civil society, we're the ones without the PhDs. <laughs> We're the ones that understand and, and get down there into the, the grassroots level and understand the need um, for water and, and how, how each village and each city and each country and collectively as, it, as, as a planet, we need to protect this vital resource or, we, as you say, we'll just, we'll just dry up and, and, and uh, float away. So I uh, the, you know I uh, my I have a relationship with uh, uh, I brought to my company uh, I had lots of scientists from all over the world and as I said to you we've had millions of dollars behind what we do in technology breakthroughs but one in particular is Dr. Dwayne Cecil who's an atmospheric scientist and water scientist and climatologist scientist he was with NASA for 35 years and you look at what he has been studying and all these individual scientists have been studying, that we will not make it for what's called eternity if we don't do it now. It has to be now. The climate's been affected by it because, it's, and they say, well, human, it's because humans let all that fresh water run to the ocean. It's fresh water and the, and the lakes and the streams and the fresh waters that, that are vital to the uh, atmosphere of our, of our surface, of our atmosphere, and then also that soil. That soil is a species. And those aquifers below there is a species of water. 
you are a walking aquifer of recycled water as a person, all of us. Every tree, every blade of grass, it's all in relationship to each other. We have a dehydration going on. They call it drought. Well, let's just say water loss. It's, it's, we're losing it. And body, the body's impact is showing the diseases. The forests and the fires are being eaten up by bugs that are dying out there because they need water. They, they are sucking up every bit of sap and water they can suck on. If you go to your, uh, in fact, Kathy, I've often said with my team, let's start studying plant life, not the mouse out there and the rat. Because we are so related to the way our, uh, the plant life of our world is living because of the dehydration effects on both of us. But, you know, I need to tell you, too, and I need to tell the audience, I'm married to a man from Holland, Willem Kleina, mm-hmm. from Uthra, Holland, and marrying Bill and hearing about uh, their having to deal with below sea level for all those years and living that way, and their canals, and didn't you find that fascinating, uh, Kathy, when you got to hearing, did, I'm sure they told you in Holland, how long they've lived with studying water. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that's why they're one of the leaders in the world um, on this issue. Right, right. Now, how long have you been with uh, all of this? Uh, you personally? Uh, I've been a member of Business and Professional Women for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. But um, just the last two years, I've been a delegate at the United Nations representing BPW, um, at the Commission on the Status of Women, and then through that, and really because of the um, experience I had with the um, nonprofit that I volunteer with in Afghanistan, when I saw the impact um, on the Afghan young women um, from this water project, that's when I jumped on the bandwagon, um, right. specifically mm-hmm. to empower uh, women in water. So when I had the opportunity and was not on the steering committee for the Women for Water Partnership, I, I was really excited. So just since November, I've um, been on this international committee, and it's, it's just wow. so fascinating to well, see thank how... thank you for doing that, and were they mm-hmm. wise. Now, we only have a, a, a little better than a minute left for you. And on a closing note, what would you say to the world, and how do they find you on the web? You can find us at www.womenforwater.org and bpwinternational.org. Um, what I would like to say to the world is to, first off, pay attention to this issue. Civil society has a strong voice at the United Nations um, levels as well, and as well at your local level. Again, pick, pick a spoke on the wheel, get on, and help us push this wheel forward. We need never every quit. single voice. Yeah, never, never quit. quit. But, and I got to tell you, I got a moment of my own. I got a moment, <laughs> yeah. a couple of moments for my closure of the show too. But I'll use one of them. I need to tell you quickly. I was invited up to the Blue Mountain Middle School up the Hudson River a few years ago to be a, speak, a spokesperson with the children for their water studies. Well, I got there and they brought the kids all into the auditorium and and they thought, oh gosh, the kids will probably be bored because this is water. But they'll listen and we'll make sure they listen and not get out of control because fussy. Well, I said, I don't want to be on the stage. I'm going to be on the floor. Get me two mics. And real quickly, Kathy, it was so exciting. They had the assembly last longer, 
because the kids were so in tune. You could hear, I mean, you, they were just in tune. And when, at the end of the program, there was cheering. They stood up and cheered. And that shows you are right about children. Children need to get involved. And there's nothing more powerful than children. And I'll never forget it. I had tears in my eyes. I missed my train, but it was worth it. Those kids were so excited. The whole audience stood up and just cheered. Isn't that amazing? Over water. Fantastic. Yep. But you, thank you so much for all you're doing and the organization, and I thank you for being on today. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you, Sharon, for having us. Thank you. Bye. Wow. Well, I want to tell you, I enjoyed every minute. I knew I would. As you all know, I uh, water, water, water. But I want you to embrace your life, every special moment. It belongs to you, but also embrace somebody else's because you're sharing it. Earth is whispering, as I've said to you, is whispering. Don't say goodbye. But don't take it all with you. Leave something for all the generations of children to come to know that you cared and that water is so important to their life, that you cared. Thank you for listening. You have a special day, and I enjoy this moment with you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.